最早几年。Oh, Wags, Wags is hunting Matthews one ding instead of two. Oh, I thought I pressed it twice. But anyway, it's the another week of maths here on our Better and the Better Half podcast. And joining us on this podcast of maths is the Better Half herself, Melanie. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, now you did watch maths. This week? I did. You did? We're going to get to the end of the dinner party where all the drama was. Yeah, there pretty was. Drama filled all week. Let's have a look what's been happening in the big world of maths, eh? Okay, let's have a look what's been happening now. We'll start with the commitment ceremonies. Now, Olivia. Now, Olivia and Jackson. There's not really much on the show between them two at the moment. They're just sort of smooth, so the narrative isn't there at the moment because they're smooth. There's no drama, so it's just like film, They seem hello, really, goodbye, really happy, those two. They actually kind mm. of seem like they kind of rock each other. They're doing all right. You know, they're oh, getting on. Oh, they rock each right. other, eh? Oh, oh, hello. You reckon there's a bit of uh, rock and a bit of that... Uh, Mm-hmm. Yep, bit of that too bit going on for it. sure. No, they're but, rocking. Uh, yeah, they're having a good time there, those two. They're having it. Olivia rocked up. She had that dress on though on Sunday. I didn't like that dress. Mm-hmm. Looking like one of the 101 Dalmatians that dress did. There's a hundred still walking around. Yeah, of course, the narrative continued during the week. The answer, they've gone from one narrative to another. That question last week, it left everybody hanging. Selena's nationality question. Yes, that that was an interesting one, wasn't it? mm. And the uh, response to that was uh, not really great, but has been explored a lot more Mm. this week. Well, the response depends on what not really great. We got the less edited version at the start of the show and the less edited version was given to Samantha and Tamara and everybody else you could probably think of. And then we even got the lesser one. And uh, then we get Brett and Tamara uh, first up on the rank at the commitment ceremony, and suddenly Tamara's tune went back to her audition tape. It did, it did indeed. Mm. And, of course, Tamara got all offended by Brent's reaction to the audition tape, and Brent believes his good job as a restaurant manager doesn't live up to Tamara's high-maintenance standards because the job involves weekends, I'm presuming, being a restaurant manager, of course, in a restaurant, saying that it's a... Kick in the guts. That was his reaction. Yeah, look, I think this whole thing with Tamara, you know, she doesn't like it when it's addressed and people call her out on the, uh, you know, uh, high maintenance, high profile kind of personality. She she sort of has this criteria and it's like tick box, tick box, tick box. And of course, Brent's nothing like that. So, uh, yeah, those two worlds are colliding pretty well. Yep. She not only got offended with the Sunday night show, she got offended Monday morning. She was on the Maz and Lakey show Sunday morning in about quarter to seven I believe it was talking about the commitment ceremony and all that and one Danny Lakey wasn't happy with her uh, dude's got a good job but he doesn't have a good car sort of thing and vice versa and he's asked the question says look do you think you might just want a sugar daddy instead of Brent Yes, well, that's it. I mean, I think that would be a fair comment to make in all. I, I mean, I know Leggy's great for his humour. We've got to love him, right? But the, the, the reality is, I mean, that's how she's portraying herself, isn't she? Mm. So, you know, why get offended about that? You're going to get called out on it. So yeah, She just wants a 60-year-old guy just to pay for her shit. And I really like where Brent says, you know, don't put it on me because you don't like what you're being portrayed as because you're portraying yourself as that that's person. That's it. Yep, that's it. And we're going to get to them much later as well as everybody else. Next, Cody and Selena and you guessed it. 
the edited answer to the question that everyone was hanging for from last week. And now the problem here isn't Cody's communication, because he claimed he had a communication problem, but Selena's selective hearing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Where he also said, he repeats it again and again, you're gorgeous, I think you're attractive, but when we got to the trail of the show, all that was missing. Yeah, it's kind of like a backhanded comment, though. This is the problem with with a statement like that. I think in, in um, the case here, though, I think Cody probably just really isn't really great with communication. And I think perhaps what he was trying to say was that he just hasn't dated yeah, somebody of Asian nationality before, and it didn't come out like that. But I think um, the other thing about that, though, is, you know, there are backhanded comments, and you can't really blame for Selena thinking like that because it's like one thing to say, where well, you know, she asked him point blank, is my nationality an issue? And he's like, yes, but I think you're gorgeous. It's well, kind of like me saying to you, you look gorgeous tonight, but that tie's the wrong colour. Yeah, but the only issue, it wasn't, an, it's a backhanded it wasn't an issue issue of her being Asian per se. The issue that he explained himself was, and no one else in, in the world seemed to have got, was that you turn around, because you're, the guys are facing the front, they don't see, turn around and it's the last thing you expect to see is someone from another nationality standing there looking at you. Because you're picturing what she looked like, whatever, and you're picturing you're picturing an actual Australian person, Australian person, Australian. You're not picturing whether she's going to be black. You're not picturing whether she's going to be Asian, purple, green, pink, or blue. Yeah, and that, I, I think I guess the 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 the, um, the the other viewpoint to that is that really nationality doesn't matter. It's about the person. It's got nothing to do with nationality. But I get what you're saying in the in the um, in his mind. He wasn't necessarily expecting someone mm. of another cultural background. Yep. Um, and when he's met there, he was taken by surprise, but n- not unpleasantly so. He not just unpleasantly was like, so. It was just different to the, what he the thought. Sh- the, yeah. the show needs a storyline, so why not make the unpleasant storyline? Yeah, out of something that I don't think's been met like that. I, I don't. I th- but do I think it was a great statement? No, and I don't. And that's on the experts Definitely too for pushing not. the point as well. I also feel like Cody probably really needs to take a good look at what he's, what he's saying because if I was Selena, I probably would have slapped mm. him. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Next, we had Mitch and Ella. It's still perfect, except Ella's just wants something a bit more deeper from Mitch and it's not really exciting at this undeepness, though she's getting plenty of deep in other areas, but she's not getting plenty of deep uh, from deep and meaningful. This is uh, good old Ella. Yeah. Look, Ella's actually starting to show a little bit of substance to her, which is really quite nice to see. She's always been quite a nice personality, surfacely speaking, as has Mitch. But um, Ella's actually starting to show a little bit of depth, a bit of soul. Um, Mitch is finding that something you're very hard to live up to. Mm, I don't think he's going to live up to that. We're going to get to that later on in the show. Now, Dominica, of course, she rocks up looking about to join the New South Wales nurses' strike. She, that pink number that she wore, honestly, seriously, she looks like she'd be working in triage at the, at the hospital up the road. But her butchie refuses to go on strike, telling all Jack wouldn't go down on her when she woman was on her, uh, you know what last week which was really not very good wacky slash oh yeah she was still obsessed telling all and sundry about her wacky slash 
Yeah, I, I think, you know, there's there's a good thing about having communication. There's some things you just shouldn't discuss in public, and that's probably one of them. Uh, I don't think the world needs to know whether or not you're having sex on your period. Um, well, that's what we should... I'm you a, know, like, I'm opinionated, I, I don't know about that, but... And I'm opinionated, and that's what I'm going to say. Well, yeah, look, I like Dominica, but I just don't think that that's something I'd want to air in public, but... Her, her their um, things of I just want to say because I'm opinionated are really not going down too well, are they? Well, the thing I the thing I do like about Dominica is that she's prepared to say it how she sees it, which is not a bad thing. I just think the word decorum comes into it as well. Well, she hasn't showed any so far all the way through the show. Now, Anthony and Celine, well, this was the highlight of last week too. Described as a train wreck by Anthony and her attitude and actions left him feeling, as he said, a little shit and disrespected. Celine got ripped by the experts for the trash fest she unleashed at the dinner party. And that would have been enough for me to say, see you later from the show. But Anthony decided for some reason to stay. Anthony is a really, really great character. I think the thing about Anthony, he's got so much heart and so much soul. And yeah, he's a nice looking guy. But I think it's more about the fact of heart and soul clashes with personality type of Celine, who tends to be more a dominant personality, more a person who wants control. She wants predictability. Uh, she probably appears to border a little bit on narcissism in some of her ways. She's kind of like, do what I say when I say it, how I want it, or else you're going to cop the backlash from that. Um, we're not sure where that's coming from. Maybe that's something to do with her past. That is something that has right. crossed yeah. my mind, but still not great. However, we saw a bit of a turnaround this week where she seemed to be a bit more open. There seemed to be some agreement between her and Anthony. We saw Anthony move back in with her this week, and there seems to be... A little bit more of a, a cooperation yeah. there from her behalf. We'll get to that a bit later on. Samantha and Elle is going to be another, I don't know how that's going to go, because Samantha was complaining that, that she has to mother Elle through all this, and I don't know how this is going to work. Well, I, I think too, even in that, there's been a bit of a turnaround um, coming through with that with Samantha, she's starting to see Al as the person he is rather than the number of his age, which I think has been her questioning point. Now, look, she's only a couple of years older than him, but I think that maturity-wise, it could be definitely said yeah. she's probably quite a number of years beyond Al. But Al's got a really open heart, really open mind. He's sweet, he's gentle, and he's willing to learn and try and embrace the marriage um, and maturity level that's required to maintain that. So, and I think Samantha's open to that now because of it. Finally, we got to Andrew and Holly were next and Andrew got barreled as soon as Holly suddenly took the two to defensive mode. Now, we saw Andrew's explanation and I noticed these things when I'm watching it as compared to everybody else online and goes, oh, good, he's a, he's a evil, whatever dude, whatever he's doing. The look on her face, she was just kicked back and as soon as he started explaining, she just popped up like a whatever it was mouth open and just rolled her eyes like oh with the yeah you know that look i'm talking about and then just went boof not even a single mention of the the continuing episode of i just want to have a baby thing yeah look i think there's something to be said about those two individuals um <laughs> yeah Andrew, uh, surfacely, Andrew surfacely appears like the cool, smooth dude, but he's definitely very um, chauvinistic, very you, um, my opinion, is the only one that counts. He's definitely like that. Um, Holly meets him right on that same level, 
But Holly takes it to a new level of, you've upset me, so now I'm going to take it to the ultimate level and I'm going to take revenge on you and I'm going to set you up to make you look like the bad guy mm. Um, mm. And, and not take ownership of the things that she's done herself. Um, Andrew will openly take ownership for what he does, but doesn't change it either. Because he's been pushed, but we're going to get to that later on too. Of course. Now, all the men in Australia are on Andrew's side and all the women appear to be on Holly's side, except for the ones in the room. We're going to get to that later on too. They're the most important ones, the ones in the room. Not the ones online because they're crazy anyway. Now, despite... We're going to get into Intimate Week. Now, despite Jackson having a thing for wearing a little... What's, what's the shirts he's wearing during... We, you said something about that Where's Wally shirt he had on. <laughs> and then, I believe it was... The, the last one for the for the week I watched it on Thursday uh, the tiger print shirt that he had what is is he wearing Olivia's clothing and does she find it sexy I don't know let's see mm. Mm. <sighs> so they appear to be happy and nothing much again is happening on that line they just got their box and just that was it there was nothing to do with them too. So we moved on to the Andrew and Holly again. Who are the talking point from last night's ceremony? Not Selena, not Celine. And again, it's going to show you less. Uh, it's going to show you the less the women in the show know about all the detail, the more savage they're going to get. Well, that was actually going to turn around and went backwards on us, didn't it? That statement. I think the thing, like I said, I touched base on this a bit before. The thing about Andrew and Holly, there's something to be said about both of them. To be honest, both of them are displaying in the show toxic traits. We can never really know what people are like outside the show, right? You can only go by what's been you displayed can only on go the by camera. What's cut you know, and, and we don't know where it's been cut and edited, all that kind of stuff, right? But looking at it purely from the, the television point of view and the broadcasting point of view, I would say both Andrew and Holly have very toxic personality traits that need to be reviewed. Um, Holly's all about, you know, all I want is another baby. And you if know, you're not going to do it, baby. and if I'm not going to do it, and me, I will cook your rabbit. Yeah, there's. She definitely likes to push that point. And Andrew is very much about, you know, you will perform at my level, and if you don't perform at the level I think you should be performing at, I'm going to pull you down for that. That's probably a little bit that way. That tone of that was probably a little bit harsh. I don't think it was well, because that came in the that came in the honesty box. Question. The thing about so bit, Andrew, I can understand the point because if he'd said that to me, I would have probably thrown him out the door. But you know, yeah, <laughs> you would have put a ball in there. The thing about Andrew, oh, anyway, but Andrew now wants to have a chat with Holly. He's going for plan B now. After getting some advice from Anthony and now a fresh start looks on the cards, or so we thought. Now Holly says the sex therapist on the show is sexy, and that's a bit of a worry too. Maybe she'll cook her rabbit too. And does her best impersonation of her before she begins the self-implosion because we did the three-minute hug challenge and then pulled away, uh, pulled the I knew he wouldn't change. Uh, I just don't know where that came from. Can you tell me when they do the three-minute hug challenge where all of a sudden she pulled the I knew he wouldn't change straight after the three-minute hug challenge? I think well, that was about is women are very intuitive and they can feel when something's genuine or not. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. 
which also got that answer of um, the 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 neuronarc. This is narcissistic traits answer. From Which Andrew. was nothing to do with narcissism at all. Narcissism yeah. oh. is nothing like that. She was not showing any narcissistic traits. What she was saying was she wasn't showing that she was unwilling to let go of things. She was showing that she's probably only come into that week to be revengeful, hmm. most definitely, but not narcissistic. Right? She was reacting out of an emotional response. Right? Narcissist, it, it's a calculated So you're response. saying basically that she lured Andrew in with the okay, whatever, did the hug challenge and then went, I'm going to now unload with you on this now. Yeah, quite probably. Because you're there. Yeah, quite probably. I think it was more about the fact that she was going to unload on him because she was angry at him for the way he treated her the week uh, before. Well, that really went down well. And then out Sorry. came out came the sage again, lights it up in the room. and <laughs> Oh, witchy poo spreading her crap around the house. So move on from them too for intimate week because obviously they didn't get a box. And if they did, it probably got burnt. And now Selena's still in... Still the morning after the ceremony, we start the week with her and uh, it appears she may have finally moved on. So I'm glad somebody has finally moved on in this show from something. Uh, as with uh, Freak On Week, she believes sex is of the mind and she's finally listened to something correct. Selena is finally cutting that living and breathing gerbil out of uh, Cody's head, on Cody's head. Finally, she's given him a haircut. So I don't have to see that hair move every time a scene changes. <laughs> oh, dear me. That hair, that hair, it's definitely something special, isn't it? It's a Donald Trump with a moustache from the northern <laughs> beaches, that hair, isn't it? It's a, you know, what I've always found very interesting about Selena and Cody's relationship was the question of attraction. Selena is absolutely gorgeous, while Cody, in my opinion, is... Uh, Right on that average. Ball, I know. Like, a little lower uh, than. And would you believe yeah. even half of the women even voted him up like top three? Oh, what is wrong with women today? Like, no, no, and no, and no, no. Now, it must be said that on Selena's birthday, which apparently was as they were getting their little boxes and stuff, Cody asked her what it's like to feel older and wiser. Oh, look out. That's going to be next week's ceremony thing. She, he called her old. Yeah, she'll be offended all by that. And the experts are going to hit him with that next week. Actually, Selena was anything but offended by it. She thought it was quite funny. And she's only 33, so mm. it's not like this and is a big deal. He's another one who's got shirt issues. The shirt he was wearing with the one with all the roses all over it. Looked like he got it from his nan's wardrobe. That one there. Oh, Cody and Selena had to do the five-minute kiss challenge, but she had problems with the mustache. Tickling her. She did. Mm-hmm. Later on on the show. Oh, Selena wants to know even if they wanted to do the kiss challenge in the shower. Mm-hmm. Mm. She did. Oh, look out. You want to step it up there. Yeah, you want to step it up. Would have had no problem with that uh, tickling uh, moustache. What have we got in the shower, eh? She would have been all right. Hey, okay. right in that shower with that little little uh, French tickling that Cody got going on there. Eventually, she gets past Cody's moustache, the old mochi tickler, and gets it done. Then we get to see what we probably too much information. Selena waxing his butt. Yeah, that I think was probably way too much, way too much information. It was all going so well when they put it together, and then we got to the waxing. They've got a thing about butts this, this season. Have you noticed it? Seems to be a, a real focal point. Yeah, but thank God we didn't get to see the waxing of the butt. 
They want to show Mitch's butt like in nearly every single episode. We've seen of Andrew's this, butt. This, this, uh, Andrew's butt. And then now we've got Cody's butt. No fun. What is it we're seeing all the male butts this year? What, are, we, are we moving slightly into light porn here? What's going on? We have not seen one female butt on this show. That's, I don't want to all. see any butts. I've recently my dinner. I don't need to see that. Oh, okay then. <laughs> all right. Thank God. Why didn't we get the bit where um she's ripping the thing off? Yeah. That would have been hilarious. Just the, hang on a minute, just... Yeah! (laughs) Now, the week started bad for Brent and Tamara, as it does. After the ceremony, with Brent walking out after being accused of blindsiding Tamara, and he stayed the night uh, somewhere else. The next day, Tamara went for the I froze while communicating line after being asked by Brent whether she thinks he's an embarrassment in public. Yeah, here's the thing about good old Brent. Like, he's pretty hostile there. Like, he gets pretty good going. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm feeling for the boy, right? I'm feeling. I'm feeling for the boy. Like, I am. Like, don't get me wrong. I think Brent's awesome, right? But he's got got a bit of a temper. He's going to have to keep Mm. a little check there because I reckon uh, he could fire up in a relationship. Yeah, but you're henpecked. And yeah, and yeah, and he's still about self-control, and when we we kind of get to that place where we're gonna sort of start yelling and swearing, it gets pretty aggressive, it. and yeah. <laughs> but they did complete the three-minute challenge, so all seems okay at the moment until we get to the dinner party. Now, Celine still seems to be acting like a cow, that's saying that she doesn't know why she wrote "stay on the ceremony." That was on the on the start. Uh, but they end up completing both the three-minute stare and hug challenge, and that may have given Selena a change of heart finally. You 100% trust her, though? No. No. <laughs> but how things change the next day as Selena asks Anthony to move back in and gives Anthony a spray tan. Yeah. What I did like about that is that there seemed to be at least some mutual agreement, a little bit of cooperation, a little bit of openness to at least be participating in the experiment. Mm. Uh, do I think that these two are going to be a rosy couple? No, I do not. Mm. <laughs> you have a, you have sort of like a vested interest, sort of, we do have a vested interest in this sort of thing, but we don't want to, we're like, what do you think? I personally think that... Um, it's a bad match. Okay, so we'll see what happens later on down the line. Finally, we get to Al, who scores a kiss finally, albeit a peck after the three-minute stare challenge. That's all he got. Samantha tells the sex therapist she likes more touch, so instantly Al just goes like this. I know it doesn't look good on the podcast, but this is what he does. It was pretty funny the way he did it. So he gets the read of, ooh, Samantha likes me to touch her, so I'll just lean. There we go, which was looking pretty dorky, sort of a leany touch. But we ended whip with Samantha telling Elle about picking up the cues. She tried the subtle I'm going to bed hint, but Elle completely missed. You know, I really felt sorry for Al in that one because the thing about that is he's tried to follow his instinct a couple of times and Samantha's gone the hardcore, don't go there. Hmm. So... You know, it's a little hard for the guy to read between the lines. He hasn't had a relationship before. He's only young. He's trying to learn. He's going by what his gut's telling him. She's shut him down. Of course, he's going to be hesitant. Mm. But having said that, Samantha has been great. She's considered that and now has come back and uh, let him know that she does indeed want to be touched. Now we move on to Dominica and Jack. Oh, boy. Opening up the Wild Secrets box. There's everything in that box. Dildos, there's double-sided vibrators, Dale, in that box. But Dominica seems to be rather disturbed by the feather. 
that Jack was playing with. It was annoying her, apparently. I don't know why. She's got to think about feathers. Maybe Jack should just dress up as an emu and see if she can get a reaction. I don't know. Take her to a date out at the Avery or something like that. The thing I find interesting about Dominica is she's demanding <laughs> that, you know, I need to know you desire me. I need to know. I want, I want, I want you to desire me, have sex with me whenever I want it, you know, all of that things to initiating sex with me all the time. Yep, she's got the diary. I booked it in already. But then Jack becomes a bit playful with the good old feather and she's all up in arms about it. (laughs) No, what was the thing with the feather? So here's another thing about mixed signals that these poor guys are going to try and work out. Like, you know, if you want the sex... Move with the times. Oh, if no, you no, don't, no. chill out, relax that's about it. But don't of, put the pressure on the that's guy. That's the point where she just wants it when she wants it, how she wants it. Yeah, well, if you want to actually have a good sex life, it don't work like yeah, that. Yeah, don't work like that. No, it doesn't. They fill out the sex survey, which is the worst thing ever because there's no flow or anything in that. And the next day, Jack tells Dominica he slept with his ex-girlfriend after they broke up. Dominica finds that absolutely weird, and that's compared to what she said last week. Wacky slash. Yeah, I don't know how you can find anything more weirder than what she did last week. I think there's a, there's the point of that is if we're sleeping with our ex, are we actually over our ex? No, oh, I don't know actually what happened in the circumstances. Yeah, look, he says the relationship didn't work out. It was a mutual thing. They knew that it wasn't going to work out, and they weren't compatible for... A long life relationship, but you know the bedroom was all right, so they're both single. They so might why have not? just bumped into each other in a nightclub, couple of drinks. Yeah, laugh, but this whole friends with happen. benefits things always had hairs on it to start with. I mean, it does not work. It does not work. It has hairs on it. <laughs> it does. It does not. <laughs> does that need some waxing? It, uh, it does need waxing. It, it needs a need good waxing. clean up. We better get Selena to get the work. waxing job out on the on that one. Later, we see them doing the pole dancing, which oh. Talk about trying to dress Dominica up as doing the, the sexy pole dance, which was just as wooden as this table that the computer's leaning on right now. It was not doing anything. Nothing. I kind of like Jack on the pole, actually. Yeah, I, I thought reckon, he was pretty yeah. good. His pole yeah. dancing was way better. I reckon, I reckon he did all right. Yeah, I know. Ella and Mitch we get to with her while Box and Bang Mitch is chained up already in blindfold. And did he, I wonder what they were playing with when they when he turned him up. Yeah, I think they're a bit confused about how the gadgets worked, but that's okay. okay. That's a whole new story. Then Mitch is in his best purple wiggle skivvy, refusing to do the five-minute kiss challenge due to the cameras being around, and that left Ella very disappointed. Tell me, dear, would you like to um, do the five-minute kiss with the cameras watching? To be honest, I wouldn't... I, I don't... But look, here's the thing. i got no problem with public's displays of affection. i got no issue with that at all. I think it's... Yeah, love is love. You should be able to celebrate it, enjoy it, and just love each other. However, having said that, I don't think anybody needs to be sticking their tongue down their throat in front of cameras. Like, it's probably a little bit forced and a bit more, you know, unnatural. I kind of get what Mitch is saying in that area, but then I think he kind of developed I it think, from there. I think, and that becomes more of an issue. I think Mitch, uh, Mitch is only there only for one thing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's And he's, he's got his too. one thing. And, and he's, he's basically said that, as yep. we will touch base with later. Then he got to the three things you want, to want in the bedroom challenge. and oh, Not in the bedroom, I think it was a challenge, wasn't it? Some sort of thing. Mitch answers that he wants Ella to be more confident and take after his former chicks that he slept with. Yeah, it really didn't go down well either. Yeah, this one's starting to fall apart a little bit. We'll quickly go to the dinner party, though, and the highlight of the dinner party, 
Besides the fact of Al lightening up again and spilling his wine and and uh, Holly actually trying to give him some pointers in, in that tight green dress that you can actually see the line of her underpants. It was so tight. Was actually the uh, Andrews Bale. Yeah. That's it. Yep. And so we're going to see what happens tomorrow night. Oh, not tomorrow night. Yeah, it is tomorrow night at the ceremony because apparently where he's, she is just going to drop microphones everywhere apparently in her own weird little way. We don't know what. I think at the end of the line that Holly has to take account for Holly's actions and, and um, Andrew his own. Andrew's biggest problem is that his expectations of any kind of relationship is going to lead him into trouble. Um, and Holly the same, really. You When you come into a relationship, I believe, and I'm an O-relationship expert, but I believe that you have both got to work at it. It can't be dumped on one or the other. Yep. That dinner party was an absolute... Uh, there's never a dinner party without something going on. They've got to build a narrative. Somehow, well, that's exactly right. Spreton and Tamara have decided to air their argument out, seeing they were the first ones in. And uh, then we had another couple come in. Andrew came in. They all went around Andrew. Then the dregs, like last week. Couple, couple, couple. And then, of course, the star of the show has to come in last. Hmm. That was not a very good dress, to be honest. 70s lampshade right there. Too tight, to be honest. And the lipstick, too much. She had no intention of anything except causing a show, which she did. And I reckon tomorrow night... Seeing that Andrew left, I reckon they're going to stitch him up. They're going to edit and cut it into something and stitch him up, I think, on the show. Any thoughts? I think that you might be right. Um, I think Holly's going to have a go at the experts. That's what I'm, um, I'm anticipating. What I, for? I well, think, oh, she, oh, okay. I think, oh, I hear, I, think, I hear where you're going. Yeah, yeah. I think Holly's going you're to have going a go at the, the experts. You're, you're going for the now. Holly's still not going to take any responsibility yep. for shit, so she's just going to blame the experts again. And say that, that they created a toxic... Mm. Um, match. Yeah. So, yeah. dude, if you if you made the cup of tea for Holly that before you she walked in, you might get the blame too for it. Not enough dunks in the tea bag or something that night. I don't know what happened. Next week they've got three weddings though. I'm not. I don't think we should even touch on those. Do you know they already like just in the previews they're showing people work walking off. They're showing people being really disrespectful to each other. It's like why if you're not going to be there to actually get involved in the experiment. Actually, see if it works out. Then what are you there for? So, like, I'm not, free airtime? Well, you can do that in other ways. I'll so. give you a little tip, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not touching those ones because I think they're just not serious. I think they're just taking the mickey out of it, to be honest. Yeah, I feel like they are too. So, but then having said that, we haven't seen them yet. But that's I've what it seen the previews and I'm not touching those people. So whatever content we get next week, we get. See how we go with it. Thank you again, my dear, for participating, even though you're very tired. We've had a couple of late nights with friends which is good, and uh, we had an earlyish mornings as well. It's like, oh, God. So go home. You go to bed. I've got another podcast to do as well. I've got the NASCAR podcast to record after this. So it should be good. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and thank you, my dear. Welcome. And this is the Better and the Better Half podcast for maths, and we're going to do the – I'm going to record the NASCAR one. I think I just said that before. In a few minutes' time, thank you for listening.